0: Welcome to the girls room and this is Aurora and Hope and we have our special guest Taryn all the way from South Africa. How's it going? Hello,
1: good. Um, this full moon was full on <laughs> as I'm sure everybody was feeling but you know there was a there was a post I saw recently that you know you've got the full moon hangover and I think a lot of people are are feeling that um, with all the upgrades but otherwise good um, energies energies were, yeah were pretty high today but very excited about what's happening and um, just going with the flow <laughs> you how are you guys
0: it's been intense it was the full moon was interesting because it was a lot of masculine feminine dynamics and I feel a lot was coming up for everybody as far as the dynamics between masculine and feminine obviously that is where the most dysfunction is and the feminine empowerment has been has been one of those things where it's difficult to it's difficult for both parties because the masculine have to <clears throat> let go of the of the patriarchal paradigm but the feminine also i don't feel are are aware of how to be empowered themselves and so they continue to fall into the dynamic um of either there's like the subservient feminine who who still very much feed the patriarchal paradigm and then there's the feminine who i feel have gone all the way to the opposite side of the spectrum and they are now attempting to overpower the masculine in an attempt to empower themselves, but it's still out of balance. So I don't know how you feel the feminine in South Africa are with those, with those energies, but here I feel there's definitely a large spectrum of, of feminine in terms of they're either usually on one side or the other, there's hardly any that are very balanced.
1: Hmm. So just from my journey, um, you know, I started working when I was 14 and then operated very strongly in my masculine, you know, quite aggressive in the corporate world. And I think, you know, we're pretty similar in some ways, Aurora, with your corporate background. You know, it's very male dominated and that nurturing soft side doesn't really work in the corporate space. Uh, you know, you can't bring emotions to work, you can't do all that kind of stuff. So you kind of shut down and just go into this masculine energy. And it's been a transition for me to get a lot more balanced. And I just feel also with women being able to speak their truth. I have been running a few workshops the last couple of weeks. And that is something that the feminine really battle with, is being able to really speak their truth. Nobody wants to hurt feelings. We've been kind of condition that we are servants to everybody and we peacekeepers and we don't really have a voice because we felt that our voices don't really matter and even from from childhood and really important to set ourselves free by speaking our truth and stepping into our power because we are the creative force you know we are the nurturing we are powerful because our feelings are Whilst our sensitivity is really a massive strength, um, so finding that balance is definitely important. But I find more feminine are subservient. Um, well, that's definitely the workshops that I've that I've the people that I've spoken to in the workshops. There's definitely energy that I'm picking up.
0: <laughs> I feel here too, in the US. I mean, there's there's the two ends of the spectrum. There's the I feel the older generation has a lot more programming with the subservience because they grew up like that. They grew up where the, the wife, the mother was at home, they were homemakers, they were stay at home moms. And then it wasn't really until later where a lot of feminine went into the workforce. But as yeah, as we both know from the corporate world, it's very much as soon as you try to be assertive, you get labeled a bitch.
1: So Mm -hmm. you're either a
0: bitch or you're overly nice and you enable, you know, the, the patriarchal energy. So I feel for a lot of feminine, it's very challenging for them, especially the ones who are in relationships or in marriages or partnerships with masculine who are not on the spiritual path. And they're very much still in the same exact you know, mind frame as, as they think that they're in charge. And it's very challenging, I feel, for feminine, older feminine too, especially because those dynamics have been going on for a long time. So unless both parties are on the same page, there's going to be, there's going to be a battle between them.
1: Yeah. And a lot of um, old stuff's coming up, as we know, it's getting, it's getting forced out and come to the light and people's true colors are coming out. So I do feel, you know, people aren't able to hold back anymore. I mean, I'm just finding it as the days go by and like I'm becoming more vocal even on social media about what's going on. Like my tolerance level for the lies and the rubbish is just less and less and less. Um, and I feel that people are, it's it's like a, you know, kind of combustion where it's like we had enough now, you know, and, um, I feel that's going to happen in, in relationships too. You know, there's no more hiding and pretending and 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 putting on that mask. Um, that everything is coming to the surface. That's so going to be interesting. And I mean, with Gregory doing the numbers, that's kind of what he's been reiterating for April. He's saying ninety percent of relationships aren't going to make it. So I don't know about the, the percentage.
2: Very but, good work um, to there. I mean, it was interesting to the twin flame report uh, that someone writes monthly Jennifer McCarty or something like that. And she said like there was going to be a lot of shakeups with relationships with the, the full moon and things like that. So I feel like it is bringing things back to balance. I know that that's always like the big thing when people wake up, especially marriages, relationships. Um, Some people will stay. Some people will fall away from serving because of relationships. They can't find that balance. Um, I feel like it is the toughest thing because it's the closest that we have known to experience unconditional love on this planet. And it's really the where you see unconditional love, of course, comes from comes from source, which is balanced masculine and feminine energy. So that's where we're going to feel the most complete you know the most like us when we have that somebody else that's coming online and it was very interesting today like really early in the morning i was watching a TikTok, and this this one comes up and i'm like this is very interesting for people to say and it's this guy and he's like he's like, y'all want to talk about being in a year plus long relationship, but y'all don't want to fight for it. You don't want to you know, have go through the things and what it takes to have a relationship last that long. And I was like, it's very interesting because that's what I feel has come up over the last few generations, starting with moms. And you can see the single single mom or single parent energy was very strong with our parents generation you guys' generation becoming single parents was very massive and still is where the empowerment does come back because we realized we were in extremely dysfunctional relationships out there and that was the big test to not feed it know when to walk away go through those different things and now I feel people as they're drawing a different type of relationship it, they're still expecting this false reality of like even if they're spiritual if they're not everyone's looking for a cakewalk and no matter which way if you're if they're awake if they're conscious if they're really not on the spiritual path at all th- they have to realize like These things take work. And I feel that many of us over the last few years have realized, and just in 3D relationships, like you can look back and realize, like that we were looking for what the ego wanted as perfect. And that's not true reality that's not how we transform energy it's like it's getting through the tough stuff the trauma the things coming up and I feel as masculine and feminine the biggest thing is communication always between two people and that if people if the masculine can open up to the feminine and vice versa and heal that trauma you'll see that balance because people will their souls are meant to be together if you're together with somebody at this time you're meant to be there but you can see the culture the toxic culture of just throwing things away and that's led to the total throwing away of the masculine collective as a whole straight white men it's like throwing them away because people straight white because men. that's what everyone was into like was going through is dating this this collective and it wasn't working because that's how all the trauma came out and so they're like they think it's the people the color it's the souls and it's just mirroring mm. each other it has nothing to do with the group of people, not straight white men. Yeah, there, there's a whole there's a whole revolution against straight white men these days.
0: But it like she said, it's not it's not the straight white men that are the problem. It's it's the dynamics that are the problem. It's it's the imbalanced dynamics because this was never set up we were never set up to thrive with masculine being in charge. I mean, it's not the organic way of things Mm -hmm. and how they are supposed to be. The feminine are supposed to lead and the masculine are, are supposed to support, but the feminine have spent their entire lives supporting everybody else around them and getting very little support back. So they're energetically and emotionally drained. They have no Mm -hmm. self-love. They don't have any form of self-care most of them it's always the energy is being poured into their children their families their partners you know whoever their jobs and the masculine are the ones calling the shots but they don't know what they're doing they Mm -hmm. aren't aligned to lead and the only way they know how to lead is through control and power over because that they aren't naturally supposed to be in those positions so that's why it's out of balance and they they have yet to <laughs> allow the feminine to come into leadership roles and that's why we see the women who are in leadership roles they get attacked the most because they're trying to be they're trying to be a man in a leadership position when they don't need to be they just need to be a feminine mm in a leadership and mm. That's the organic role, but that everybody's trying to play a role that's not their own.
1: Yeah. And I find a lot of feminine that I speak to, like all they want from the masculine is just someone to have their back. Yeah. You know, and 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 what the feminine needs, like, like Hope and I were when we were chatting the other night, is we just need a masculine to be our friend in these moments. You know, we just don't need to told about what we've got to transform, we know that. We don't need to be told, you know, given solutions. We just want someone to hold space that we can talk because that's why feminine get together because we process through speaking and sharing. We're not looking for solutions because when we share, we find our own answers. Because if we're listening to what we're saying and we're giving advice to somebody else or just holding space, we have the answers within. And it's so funny, you know, this twin flame. And I I, I really don't enjoy the energy of Instagram. I I go on there and I feel ill. It's just, I don't know, don't dig it. But, you know, everyone's so obsessed with this twin flame thing. And it's like, you know, he's the runner and he's chasing and blah, blah, blah. And it's quite funny. But, you know, if you do not learning the lesson by taking responsibility for where you at and healing yourself because everyone shows up as a mirror, you're just going to attract the same lesson with a different face over and over (laughs) until you become your your divine mother and divine father to earn in a child and heal that in a child
0: right
1: you're not going to activate that divine partner you're just going to carry on with these lessons assuming every second person is a twin flame you know
2: we Hope yeah. have a whole theory. Well, it's just interesting too, of like what Taryn's saying, like she backs up her own theory of, che- and, and many people, women, many women and masculine, if they listen to this, they will attest to it. Taryn had shared that her parents' relationship was based on cheating, her dad cheated, and how many of your relationships were, ba- how many times did they cheat on you? And you were like, well, was it 90% of your relationships involved cheating? And it's because that wound, it's like, you said it yourself. You're like, I know as a child, I looked at that and was like, this is how relationships are. And I didn't know that I was clearing that in 3D until I realized that. And you step back and you're like, this is where it came from. But until you did Mm. that work, it just continued to manifest in somebody else because that's what everybody is doing. The running and chasing, it's like this game of like the same of just like, everyone going on to the next person. It's the same game of like, that's attachment, but it's the attachment of just like, someone will be quick to go to the next person. And the the same trauma comes up because Mm -hmm. it's not the person, it's the energy. And that's why female to female relationships are at an all time high now in this year, because like you were saying, they're looking for a friend. They're looking for someone to vent to, but they're also looking for that, that unconditional love connection that they only know to be felt through an intimate connection and mm. it's not being felt by the masculine when the trauma is too deep with men collectively and within themselves, father wounds, masculine wounds, the this, the fear around masculine and all of the, the rape culture, those things have put women, their guards are up and they're traumatized. And mm. when they see that they're realizing that they're out of balance because of society and what's been going on in just years of wearing this down and the cabal knew what they were doing they did this on purpose this is their final last ditch attempt to just totally yeah. out the masculine instead of helping them when they need the feminine support the most the cabal know that and that's why they're taking it away they're trying to get women to hate men when men need the feminine love the most right now the mother energy now that's Mm -hmm. why we've got so many women who
0: now all of a sudden think they're lesbian i I don't feel that they are not that if they are cool but but i don't feel a lot of them are i feel a lot of them just they are so done with toxic masculinity and that's Mm -hmm. all that they know and that's all that they see that another feminine is their only avenue they're just like i give up on men i'm done but they have created it. yeah, of course, it's the cycle of both sides that continues to feed it. it. And I came from the opposite end of the spectrum where my parents have been married for almost forty years now. However, they were they never allowed each other to live their own lives. like my my mom sacrificed pretty much all of her own dreams and ambitions and things that she wanted to do so that my dad could succeed in his career and in his life and Mm. and that's where I feel a lot of feminine went wrong too they're so busy putting masculine on a pedestal and yeah playing the master role yeah and it's like I don't know what that is but the feminine have really got to get their balls and realize that all the sacrifices that they think that they're making you know for the for what for the betterment of of the masculine is, is detrimenting both of them because the Mm. masculine cannot lead unless the feminine lead. And so you've got this, you've got this start stop kind of thing happening between them. And a lot of feminine, I feel just, you know, they, they're too attached to supporting masculine and not enough in supporting themselves. And, you know, why they're and I, I, when I'm on TikTok, you know, we watch TikTok just just to get an idea of what's happening out there, you know, just to get an idea of like what's going on. And I can't tell you how many TikToks all of a sudden will come up and it's just like these feminine telling like they're really horrendous stories of relationships and why the feminine are be, they are almost encouraged to settle for mediocre men. Men that don't, aren't there for them emotionally, don't truly support them and are narcissistic, are completely in toxic masculinity. And it's like, they're encouraged to just settle for mediocre men because it's better to, for some reason, have a mediocre masculine than it is to really figure out and look at yourself and why you keep attracting that and to, to want better. But I, I feel both sides are highly confused, but the feminine have to step up first. Otherwise, this is never going to go anywhere.
1: But it's almost like a social thing that, you know, it's not cool to be single. It's not. You know, and, you know, it was the best time of my life. And I'd always get, well, why are you single? Because I choose to be, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, not having to answer to anybody, not having to, you know, sacrifice anything, really getting to know who you are. And you know, for me, a lot of my friends talk to me about, you know, being in relationships and all that kind of stuff, and they really would like it now. But for me, it's, this is the biggest event in all of creation. Yeah, I really don't feel a relationship should be a party.
2: No, no, it's the, it's the avoidance. It's the distraction of doing the inner work. And that's what why what everybody continues to avoid male female doesn't matter (laughs) and it's the blame game and that's what the tough things that humanity as a whole don't want to look at and and take accountability for why is society this way why are we afraid of masculine why do the lower energies of you know rape and assault why do they exist it's still based in our fears we allow it We don't heal it. We don't we don't change the thoughts and it continues to manifest and those that energy, those fears continue to come up and that's why it does keep happening. People will say it sounds crazy, but it's true. And that's why people that are traumatized when they are attacked in their life, children, things like that, they often manifest it again in their lives because the trauma is so deep and the cabal know what they are doing. They know mm-hmm. they have implanted these lower thoughts in in masculine to attack and And for the feminine to have these fears and now it's at an all time high where we it has to stop something big has to stop this these fears they're spiraling out of control it's making everybody on edge and traumatized even more, they can't heal when they're in fight or flight mode. If you're in constant fear, you can never heal the things that (sighs) made you afraid in the first place and let it go fully. And that's what they continue to do and why they will, it's just why the cabal have continued false flags all many many years and they've been doing it for very long to keep the fear in the collective afraid of these things implanting these lower thoughts of having the masculine attack having high these very high overly masculine societies where they feel they can do this they implant the thoughts that a lot that these unconscious beings carry out and i continue the attacks Mm -hmm. it's the same thing of black versus white, it's male versus female too. It's been going on for so long. They attacked the, the thought system. They attacked the thoughts. And that is when everyone chooses to act it out. When you are unconscious, when you're in deep ego and you play these lower frequencies out, you have no remorse, no guilt. Those are the problems that we have to look at. And that's what needs to be stopped. It's not just shutting down altogether. It's actually looking at what created it and mani- manifested it in the physical.
1: Mm. but i also find the feminine mistake attention for love yes yeah you know someone someone's paying them attention and they automatically feel that someone loves them and then they settle because they they have no concept of the definition of a of you know a masculine just going to pay feminine attention because that's what they've been taught. You know, it's cool to have, you know, all these women. And it's cool to like, hey, you know, your friends and flirt with everybody. So it's not even genuine. And the feminine jump in too fast. And, you know, I I was like that, you know, I'd feel someone and I'd, I'd fall in love with potential, you know, and because my, you know, my love language is words of affirmation. You know, I would, I would fall for words and, um, you know, say the right things to me. And I was like, oh, you're so nice and, you know, naive and all that kind of thing. And then later, I, you know, I'd fallen for a disaster. But self-love is is the key because that's where the discernment comes in. When you're in connection with your feeling centers and with your higher self, you can feel the energy. I couldn't. I, I was, you know, people would say, oh, this person's not so cool. I'd be like, no, man you know, trusting everybody. Where now, three words from somebody because of the self-love and the work I've done, I'm like, no thanks. Like, I'll just roll my eyes and walk away. I'm just like, you know, coming into my field. But it's taken work. And, you know, that's why we speak about the self-love discipline so much. And I think the feminine also don't even know what that is. It's not bubble bars and having your hair nails done. It's building a relationship with your soul. And, you know, I often speak to people, are you practicing self-love? Yeah, yeah. You know, I went to headrest, had my nails, and had a massage. That's that's not uh, not what it is. It's really building that inner relationship and do that inner healing. So yeah. humanity's got lots of of healing to do, both sides, masculine and feminine.
2: It starts with that. It starts with the inside. And like you said, healing the inner child, healing the wounding, that being having that raw relationship with yourself, being vulnerable and and being like, I have to look at these things. These things keep coming up in my life. Where am I going? Where am I heading? And, and choosing a different path for yourself that you love yourself. You're doing what brings you joy. You're eating what brings you joy. You don't care what others think. You're not focused on the vanity. You love yourself no matter what you are choosing a path of healing for yourself so that you can have not only a better relationship with yourself, no matter who it is, personal, intimate friendships family whatever to be a, an example of love to exude the the love outwards and manifest that in your life and that's what everyone's looking for but we can't get the unconditional love that we are seeking outside of ourselves without doing the inner work without doing the raw real inner work and and looking at the wounds and what made us who we are the strong great amazing people that we are as strong feminine um, but where we can always improve the unworthiness, the death, the lack of empowerment and lifting ourselves up and in the process the the women around us too because that's where it starts is the women all rising up and choosing to stand up for themselves and being like we don't we're not going to be powered over anymore we're going to handle this in a loving way by loving each other and loving the masculine so that they can heal themselves and being the leaders of how to love ourselves and empower ourselves. (laughs)
1: you can only meet others as deep as you've met yourself. You can only, you can't give what you don't have.
2: Right now it's true. And like
0: you said that there's such a fear of being alone as humans. Of course, we're we're all, we all see connection. That's, that's part of being here at this time in, in these vessels. But I mean, I was the worst I feel when it comes to like not being single. I mean, I can't even remember a time that I was truly single. Um, I was in a lot of long-term relationships and when I wasn't in a long-term relationship, I was still dating and there was only, it wasn't until at one point, it was after one of my long-term relationships had ended and it was really traumatic for me because it was the first time that I was cheated on. And and that was actually the first time that I fully felt I trusted someone. And so of course it works out like that, but that after that, There was about a seven or eight month period where I didn't, wasn't dating anyone, was completely alone. And like the amount of emotions that I had to like go through that at that time, it was like all built up from years of Mm -hmm. just not processing anything. Just jumping from one person to the next, you know, because I just, I craved relationships but I was not doing the inner work. I mean, I went from one three year relationship, I was single for like two weeks, onto the next three-year relationship Mm -hmm. I gave myself no breaks no time no processing nothing and the fear of being single and then it's like and instead now there's this whole culture where if you're single they hype it up to be like okay well this is when you're single this is when you're supposed to be like out there like banging everybody and it's like well that's not gonna work
1: yeah drinking you know having one night stands. Um, I was the same as you, like from from young. I mean, my my first relationship started when I was fourteen, and I was with the same guy for nine years. Um, and that ended, and I wasn't single for very long, and then kind of fell into the next. Well, not intentionally, but you just meet someone. Oh, you are so nice, you know. And then after my marriage ended, then I was I was single for a while because I was like, hey man, this is clearly not working. And um, the only common denominator here is me. So perhaps I should look at me and heal me, because you know that was the realization that I had. And yeah, the journey, the journey's been been beautiful. And when when you can be, um, just before Gregory and I connected, I was 150 million percent happy that if I was never with another man in my life, not because I hated men, it was just I'd healed so much. I was so happy in my own energy that I was like, this is cool. You know, I have everything I need within me. Whether there's someone where there isn't doesn't make any difference. Um, and then he came into my space. So, and we still, you know, we're still marrying a whole lot of shit in each other and um, going through going through stuff, but it's much more balanced, much more loving, much more honest relationship than I've ever had. Like unconditional love, you know we've had to really call each other out on some stuff. And, you know, I think the fear is that as soon as you speak your truth, someone's gonna pack their bags and they're gonna leave.
0: Yeah, I feel that
1: too. And, and, that's, and that's the fear of the abandonment because if I can show you my authentic self, no one's gonna accept that. And when there is someone in your space that you can be authentic and real with, and they don't just, you know, get in their car and drive away and you never see them again, it does, it does also help the healing process. But, you know, it's also so good to be like that from the beginning. I always laugh at my friends when they've gone dates and, um, you know, they would be asked, oh, well, do you like camping? And because they felt that the guy liked to camp or knew he liked to camp, they'd say yes. And then they'd start dating and every weekend he takes her camping. And then we have coffee and she's like, I fucking can't stand this, you know? Like he takes me camping every single weekend. And I'm like, well, did you tell me you don't like camping? No. So why don't you just tell him from the beginning, you know? Because <laughs> he's going to be trying to impress you. Um, and so if we're just honest from the beginning, I think it'll, it'll just help, you know, cut out the rubbish and uh, avoid so many silly admin stuff that comes up.
0: That and I fe- and and Feminine are very afraid to draw boundaries. Mm -hmm. I was I was very much like that too like I had no problem speaking what I felt that wasn't an issue for me but but drawing boundaries and not enabling the behavior was a big issue because I always felt like okay well if I take a hard stand or I draw a firm boundary it is gonna you know gonna push them away or they're they are gonna leave or they're they're not gonna respond well and so they they continue to allow the behavior you know it's like the 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 women that tell they threaten a million times oh if you do this again i'm gonna leave you if you do this mm. again i'm gonna but they don't they never do they never have the balls to get up and walk out because that's the only way they're gonna learn not by mm. the words and and telling them it's not acceptable you have to show them it's not that's the only way anybody actually learns or responds is if someone else cuts off the energy. And for feminine, I feel like what most of us did was we just kept giving warnings, but not taking any actions. So the masculine don't learn. And then before you know it, we've reached our breaking point and we leave and then it's too late. And then the masculine are are spinning, trying to fix it, but it's already so far past. But Mm -hmm. had we taken Mm -hmm. action earlier on, both parties could have adjusted behaviors but i just find a lot of feminine do that myself included at that at those points where we would say you know a lot of things of like i'm not dealing with this anymore i'm you know i'm going to leave you if you don't change but they would never show that they in fact were going to do that and then 6 months down the line the the woman's already emotionally checked out of the relationship and the man yeah. has no idea until they physically walk out the door and then it's too late. And then you've, you've given, you've not allowed either party to have the opportunity to actually change because you weren't willing to change. You weren't willing to draw the boundary. So it's definitely part of that fear of abandonment that comes in and makes them afraid, I feel, to just take action.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm feeling, you know, feminine do that with their children, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, both parents, you know, I think it's because that's the dynamic that's been playing out in the relationship. So they, w- w- Unconsciously, they do that with the children. If you do that again, if you do that again, I'm warning you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the consequences or, or whatever never never happen. You know, or, or the conversation. I mean, you know, for, for me, discipline is having a conversation to understand the energetics of what's, what's going on. I'm not a you know, uh, give out hiding or anything like that. Like, that's not my thing. But, you know, to really take boundaries and stick with them and whatever, and like, don't don't commit to anything if you're not going to act on it. Because then people lose respect, you know? And and that's what happens. And I think I feel that's where the masculine lose respect for the feminine because it's like, oh, well, you know, she just has her wobbly, but nothing ever happens. So he just carries on that behavior or vice versa um and children too they're like oh well my mom just says that or my dad just says that but nothing's going to happen um yeah. so boundaries is a is a really big one that um the feminine and need to you put in place masculine aren't taught
2: boundaries either you know two <laughs> of like you know what what's appropriate and what's not and like that the toxic masculine society that eventually came to a head and now we're seeing like everything explode this year in the last year as you know the feminine are saying no more but they you know they have to you know not tolerate it and stand up for themselves but and call it out and it's not easy to to set those boundaries and actually walk away from something because like if I if I didn't if my exes never ghosted me I never would have left them ever in my life I mean I was always willing to try but it was never gonna work we were on two different conscious paths obviously um mm. but always fighting like the, I only had two relationships everybody that watches this so like vast experience out there um but mm-hmm. the two that I had they real they had to ghost me and totally shut me down I, I still talk to my the one that I was in a relationship with the most recently we've become good friends and he was more conscious than the other where he like understands that it was a time in our life where you know, it wasn't meant to be, but we both took accountability for how we treated each other. And we're still really good friends to this day. And it's, I always knew from him, he was, he's older, so he was more mature, but to really see somebody like that and us still be friends, it'll never be anything close, but, you know, we still speak from time to time and just, we both took accountability. I got a chance to say things to him and actually apologize for the behavior that I, you know, exuded as somebody that was in trying to power over control in the wrong ways of trying to empower myself and hurting him in the process and not caring. And, you know, thinking I was loved, but I wasn't, you know, trying to make these things work. All these things I had to look at within myself after it ended, but that was the hardest thing after it ended was realizing that I was the whole, if not, you know, at least half, if not the whole problem of why (laughs) it didn't work. And things happened for a higher reason, but, realizing like it didn't allow me to empower myself that if someone wanted to just walk away and not say anything and not close it out they weren't worth me holding on to them anyways and that was hard but also that I brought this upon myself to look at things and it does take a lot of you know tough tough lessons to look at and I know so many people that have connected to us have been like you know it's taken me years to look at child abuse, assault that happened to them and be like, knowing that I signed up for it, I contracted for these tough lessons, but I did it because I knew I could come out of it. I could empower other women, children, teens, mask and whatever it is to, to get out of the situations that I was in and actually choosing to not be a victim anymore, to empower themselves with their situations. And we've learned that from many people, of course. So it's just You know, very interesting to see the feminine that are stepping up into their empowerment, that are healing these wounds, that are loving themselves, seeing how they've manifested things, seeing that they have taken on things on a higher soul level because they are strong enough to do it and go through those things um, is just very, you know, that is always the higher of it. And for those that are struggling to get out of that in these moments, hopefully that they can reach out to us. To somebody to learn more, to take, you know, back that control and love in their own life and not let somebody manipulate them, try to power over them, base, you know, their experience or life on external people or looks, whatever it may be, and actually love yourself. So hopefully this will help the feminine for sure during these energies. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I reflect now and and
0: realized that my my fear of abandonment was so bad. It was so deep that I enabled everything that happened. Every bad relationship I had was 1000% enabled by me. <laughs> and it, it wasn't until I I reached a, a, a point of being so fed up that I, I could finally leave. And I had no problem leaving at that point, but I mean, the enabling and the fear. And then as soon as you, as soon as you do walk away, of course, then the programming starts coming in and that you need to find someone else. So it just continues this, this cycle. And, and I, yeah, I hope feminine really, really feel into, you know, it's, this is about, this is about fulfilling your soul and it's not about fulfilling what your parents want for you, what your friends are doing, what society wants you to do. If you're not on the married children, white picket fence path, that's fine. We don't, we don't need feminine to be that. There's so many, so much grander roles for them. And especially, I feel the ones who are in those, in those dynamics, which is totally fine. That's their sole path that they chose, but you're not confined to being that. And, As we keep moving forward, the feminine are going to be called more and more to step up into leadership roles and they can't be limiting themselves to, oh, well, I'm, I'm a wife and I'm a mother and I'm, I'm a girlfriend and and I'm a this. And it's like, those are just labels. Those are just Mm. social constructs and they have nothing to do with like what your soul is here to do. And the attachments to those roles and to those labels are preventing them from, that's what I feel is preventing them from empowering themselves because they just want they want the comfortableness and they want everyone to see them as the as the happy couple and the happy marriage and the happy this and and no one's really fulfilled I mean I I don't I don't have a lot of interaction with a ton of people who like aren't on the spiritual path anymore but I don't know if you have, friends still that you talk to but I just don't know how fulfilled they could possibly be in this moment in time when we're going through this evolutionary process and these these false constructs are just not going to work anymore
1: well before before this whole COVID whatever you want to call it um I was connecting with quite a few people and you know on social media it was happy photos and holiday photos and all this kind of stuff. And I'd be like, hey, let's catch up. And then at coffee or lunch, they'd be in tears half the time. Oh my. Um, and not happy. Right. Um, but it is the most amazing feeling when you're solid within yourself and you're not affected by external. You know, whether your partner's in a good mood or a bad mood or whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, when when your worth is not determined by somebody's reaction to you in the moment. And I used to be like that. I'd be in a good mood and, you know, my partner would get up and be grumpy. And all of a sudden, it was like this shadow that's on me. And it's like, okay, well, you know, then the anxiety comes in, like, what have I done? And that was my thing. If anything was wrong, it was, I must've done something. Mm -hmm. You know, I would just take on all that stuff the whole time. And Now it's just, you know, being independent of, everybody else so I'm enjoying I'm in a good space hey I'm gonna go for a walk I'm gonna do that not shrinking yourself to make other people comfortable yeah. and I did that for eternity you know where now it, it really doesn't matter what other people around me are going through and the same with me you know if I'm going through my stuff which I have been I don't make it everyone else's problem I'll go for a walk I'll go for a drive I'll process um, you know, I do prefer to process on my own, so I prefer to leave the space and be in my own energy and go through my thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not, you know, what I used to be was if I was in a bad mood, I would kind of spread that everywhere. And then, you know, you don't you dare be happy because I'm grumpy, you know. Um what a shit energy to, to put out there, but that's what people people do. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like, no, this is my stuff, I'm gonna deal with it, but I'm also not gonna take on other people. Yeah. And you know. Whoever is listening, it's always a good idea to protect your energy and to cut cords when you're finished. You know, if you're around people who drain your energy, just cut cords and send the energy back to them. It isn't our responsibility to take on other people's things, it's our responsibility to take responsibility for ourselves and do our own healing and not enable everybody else. Everyone's got their own things that they need to heal. And we are here to. To assist humanity, but not to do things for them.
0: No, and especially in, in relationships and, and dynamics, you know, yes, you you're in a you're in a partnership, but you are sovereign individuals. You mm. both have a soul path, you both have a soul contract to fulfill. Each person that we contract to have a relationship with is for growth purposes, but it's not to lock you in and all of a sudden you are locked in with this other person. It's really not, it's really actually the opposite of that. But marriage and all of these things have have created this deep attachment. But each, you know, each being has to be on their own soul path and they have to honor that. And I know that there's probably a lot of people listening or who might listen to this who they do feel like their paths are diverging and that's okay. That's perfectly okay. We are going to outgrow people and places and dynamics as we all evolutionize at different rates. And we are at a very critical point in evolution. And it's not to hold yourself back because you feel guilty because you don't want to leave someone or because you feel attached or you feel you can't be alone. All of those things eventually the energy is going to push you apart anyway if you're meant to move on in different directions because you're on a different vibrational level. So you can do it the easy way or you can do it the hard way, but the vibration is going to push you guys away from each other anyways. So especially if the other person isn't conscious, they're not on the spiritual path, the best thing is because you know they will get reactive and things. And the best way to do it is just, I feel to, to really... Let the other person know that it's not personal. And it's hard for people not to take it personal, but it's not. Each person's got to honor their own soul path and whatever they feel guided to do, there can't be any judgment. And you also just can't be in fear about who's going to judge you and who's going to say what. Who cares? Because 99% of the people who judge you, it's because you're doing something that they wish they could do but they can't or Mm -hmm. they feel they can't. And so they're going to project it onto you and try and hold you back because it's uncomfortable to people to watch somebody else break out of the systematic control of the constructs. They don't like it. It makes them uncomfortable because it shakes up the way they think things are supposed to be, but the feminine are going to have to start shaking things up because if they don't, This evolutionary process is going to take longer. If the feminine make the move to shake things up and move towards more self-love, empowering themselves, making choices that are in alignment with their soul, and doesn't matter what anybody else says, things will start shifting and changing, and this thing will move fast, and all the feminine are going to be called at some point to step up, so it, it can be sooner than later, but the lessons are going to come, and the tests are going to come. And the masculine, too, they're going to have to adjust. It's a new paradigm and it's just not their paradigm.
1: Yeah. So. What I also feel with um, a lot of feminine that follow me on Facebook, you know, a lot of their masculine aren't awake um, and they can't wait for disclosure so that, you know, their partners can see that they're not crazy. I mean, there have been some that want to book them into mm-hmm. mental homes and all these kind of things. And, you know, some of them may awaken and may realize that, okay, the, the truth and they're really going to kind of quickly level up to the feminine, but they, they are going to be those that are going to be in denial. And what I feel, you know, what I'm, what I'm picking up with people is they almost feel like Trump's going to save them. Trump's going to bring disclosure. Trump's going to release them Everyone's going to become millionaires. Life's going to be hunky dory and they're just going to like carry on but what people don't perhaps realize is, you know, consciousness or fear consciousness is contagious. So unless you are stable within and you're not affected with by the external circumstances, these people are awake, but they could easily just be hijacked into the mass fear. Mm-hmm. And the only way to become solid is through the self left discipline. Because your higher self is who's taking you through this process. And the, the, the stronger your relationship with that higher self, yeah. the easier this whole process is going to be. And, you know, for those of us that have been speaking truth for a long time, you know, we've all, we've all been, um, you know, persecuted, hated, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you guys know. But it, it just is that, that inner strength and that conviction that I'm on the right path and that I'm honoring my soul. And that's that's really where we need to get to because this is the greatest event in all of creation and we're all responsible for ourselves, you know. And I just hope people really feel that and are proactive. This is not an exam that you can cheat in. You know, proactiveness is really going to serve you um, in these moments to really practice that self-love. So, (laughs) Well, we
0: hope and we pray. (laughs) that many more kind of wake up and that especially, you know, it's always been in this bit, it's been the feminine, you know, the masculine need a lot of assistance. The masculine are not going to save anybody, you know, just to make that clear, there is no masculine that is going to save you from anything. And it's not that the feminine are higher or better, but they are more connected to source energy and the natural organic roles of the rest of creation operates where the feminine lead and the masculine support. So the feminine have to get in touch with that and they have to realize they have to save themselves. You can't save yourself. We are not going to move forward as a, as a collective. So we hope that thank you to all the, all the feminine out there who are you know, following their soul, their soul path and going against the grain and, you know, being willing to speak truth and stand up for themselves. And, you know, we hope that more and more come online. So we thank you. Thank you, Taryn, for joining us. And we hope you guys guys. enjoy this episode and we will see you next time.